2: Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough.
1: And we're delighted to continue our conversation with Elizabeth Topp. She has over 20 years of experience working with individuals and organizations on a personal and professional development. She's the founder or co-founder of Meaningful Organization Design, which is a corporation that is an organizational design firm which offers services in management consulting, meaningful innovation strategies, mindfulness, and leadership development. She's also the creator of a mindfulness-based executive coaching curriculum utilizing mindfulness-based stress reduction and promoting the cultivation of executive presence to enhance leadership effectiveness. Uh, you can find out more by going to her website, which is modbenefit.com, or following her on Twitter, on the Twitter, as the kids say, at Presence Coach, at Presence Coach. Elizabeth, I want to talk about, you were a speaker at the ICF Advance this year. I was uh, sad to not make it because my travel schedule wouldn't permit me to get to Phoenix and be in New York in the same time. Um, I'm wondering what what you presented on and also and if you'd share us, with us some of the highlights, but also as a participant there. I imagine you had some takeaways.
0: Yes, yes. So would you like me to first speak about the presence or take <laughs> away?
1: Jump jump right in wherever you like. There's no you know, it's it, a it's a free it. form spaghetti, strands all intertwined here.
0: Super. It was a fantastic conference and the topics were presence, enhancing self awareness and team coaching. And it was the science of coaching as well. Um, I would say one of the things that I took away most was the science behind team coaching. Mm. Um to the to the extent that it felt like one of the missing links in the work that we provide. So um, it's just so impressive what is happening out there in the field of research and coaching. And the speakers were, were wonderful. And the, the quality of the participants as well was a very, very um, good use of time. If anybody's ever wondering whether to go to those conferences. Um, I did a small presentation, it's a 2020 presentation, it's almost TED Talk-like, and introduced the eight qualities of presence that I had discovered doing the coaching research and researching this topic of presence and what is it and what have people said about it. Um, And so I had not published that before, so it was a wonderful opportunity to talk about those eight qualities, uh, especially, I think, in the coaching field when... The ICF has said presence is a core competency. Okay. So, what does that even mean? So, what what is it? What is it asking us of us as coaches? And um, I can speak about those eight. I'll just list them. So, first of all, we're talking about consciousness in general, and you can think about consciousness as existing consisting of two things you can think about our attention so in any minute where are where's our focus Mm -hmm. and then there is the second aspect to that our consciousness which is awareness it's that background radar that's constantly scanning the environment so even though we're not paying attention to everything there's some level of our brains that is aware of that so awareness and attention so the first two qualities are, are bringing uh, consciousness to these things. So bringing our attention into this immediate fragment of time. And another way to think about that is in terms of the compound versus the timeless present. Mm. Most of us, it's re- the, the natural human state is to live in the compound present, which means we're bringing the past, we're overlaying the past, on this immediate moment. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is that we're projecting out into the future we're, and, 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 and bringing our attention there. So bringing the past in, projecting out into the future, planning, right? That's what that's what we think is a, of great value is to plan for the future. Right. But then it, actually, it leaves very little of our attention here in this immediate fragment of time. That's where mindfulness comes in. When we really practice what that means, we start to hear the lights buzzing. We start to see and hear all these things that are occurring that we often don't pay attention to. That's why mindfulness is important, and that's how it can actually help us understand this idea of being present better. So the first two qualities are attention and awareness and, and holding those in this immediate fragment of time. Next is non-judgment
1: oh this is the one i always fail
0: right because we're bringing our learning we're bringing all of that that has happened in the past forward so we have all of these biases i mean right now the work and the research on biases is just it's it's exploding it's Mm -hmm. been shown we just have bias inherent bias and that's learned So when we're bringing our attention into this immediate fragment of time, we're really open It's the attitude of curiosity, and there's non-judgment. And and Ellen Langer out of Harvard discerns um, this. She says non-judgment, it's not non-discernment. We still have the capacity to discern what's occurring, if that's, you know, in our opinion, right or wrong, good or bad. We're still discerning, but we're not evaluating it as inherently good, bad, right, or wrong. So, when we're, pre- when we're present, non-judgment is a quality. Connection, we, we, in the present moment, when we're connected to our own self, we're also connected to others and whatever's unfolding in that immediate fragment of time. From there, there is an absence of a historical self, this is also a pretty big one. But it's been called the fluid self, the alien self. And I spoke about that. When we're present and open and available and not overlaying the past, we act in an, there's a more appropriate response to whatever is occurring right here, right now. But we don't necessarily know what that looks like. And this is what's actually exciting and fun from a coaching stance. What would it really look like for us, for our clients, for teams to show up and be connected, be aligned on the same page because all of our attention is right here focusing on an issue and then allow from there. And the AutoSharmer and the Presencing Institute – are a resource for people to tap into if you want to know about what this looks like really on a collective level. This is what they're studying and practicing. But this absence of a historical sense of self, which is, you know, moving into the moment, it's, it's, it's being more vulnerable. But that, in that vulnerability, we can develop a muscle of showing up and being vulnerable. And so there's quite a bit of strength in that as well. Um, authenticity. So when we're in this space, we can express with less of a um, censoring and facade. It's more of a again connected, present, non-judgmental flow that occurs. Possibly, I mean that that's me just talking about an ideal scenario. But there is authenticity that comes from this. Mm-hmm. Then there's also this comes mostly from the nursing literature, when we're really truly present, there people can sense it. It's it's like it's palpable. And this has been talked about as a so much a sensory field, that mm-hmm. field around us, or what's been termed the aura. Mm-hmm. And you know, my, my explanation is that when we're sick, you know how vulnerable we get when, we, when we're more sick. You know, any, anything, a loud noise is right. disturbing. Well, so when people are really sick, that's when there's a real noticing of a nurse's or a doctor's or a, 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 somebody who's caring for you, their quality of presence is very palpable. You can feel it. It's like an enveloping comfort that surrounds someone. And then, finally, it's silence and stillness. So, you know, it's like being in the eye of the storm where it's absolutely quiet. When we really learn to tap into that that presence, the deeper moment, it can be very quiet. And we can be very still.
1: I love all of these, each of these, and I appreciate so much you sharing all of them with us. In coaching, whether you're, you know, training executives in coaching or training coaches to coach executives, you'd said earlier that the, that sort of ability to not fill the space is a a great place to start. I'm hearing here a lot of focus on the attention and sort of focus on the focus, if you will. Um, But being aware of our own awareness is there a technique or a tip or something that you give people? I mean, I appreciate so much like the white glove and that we have to find our own, but is there something that you use or something that you recommend people start out with?
0: Yeah. So we start out with just this idea, just this concept. And this is where, you know, I don't think that people have really thought about it more. Like, Oh, do I want to be more or less present in my life? Um, just this idea that you, that one can be more or less present. Mm. So, you know, we talk about learning, and, and learning, I think, the assumption is is that when we learn, we're adding more content, more and more content. But in our modern day, there is so much content, it's overwhelming. True so how do we begin to distinguish what's, what's important, what's less important content? This is what can occur as we get quiet, and this is what can occur as we allow these being based capacities to come forth
1: beautiful. Thank you for guessing that that music means it's time for another break. Actually, our final break. When we come back, we'll have our final segment with Dr. Elizabeth Topp. You can find out more about her work at modbenefit.com. That's modbenefit.com. We'll be back with more right here on The Coaching Show. Stay with us.
0: Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant The Series, and it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today.
2: You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, The Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting the reinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to the Reinvention dot com today. That's the Reinvention dot com.
1: Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org
2: or call 619-630-2444.